right, welcome Facebook friends. Another great evening. Uh, we're going to end up at growth with timeline versus growth without a finish line. But before we do that, I love the progress of how this is going. We're in the book again, Leader Shifts by John C. Maxwell. And we know he's the number one leadership and management expert in the world. And we are on, uh, we were talking when we started the book, we started with the shift from soloist to conductor, from just being our individual selves to creating harmony among all the instruments. And then we shifted over to uh, zeroing in on growth and having to target in on specific. You can't grow everything at once. So then we got into this thing called real. Four main areas to work on for growth. That is real is an acronym for relationships, equipping, attitude, and leadership, which is here. So then we took that a, a, one more step, and now we're right where we were when we began tonight, which is growth with a timeline versus growth without a finish line. And W slash O is without. So how do we do that? Well, let's go. Let's dig in here and let's see what that's all about. Since a young leader, I was focused on achieving goals. One of the questions I continually asked myself as I set a goal was, how long will this take? And I naturally am impatient. I was often preoccupied. But as I shifted from goals to growth, my mindset changed and my thinking shifted onto the bigger picture. The bigger picture. And I became less impatient. I wouldn't say I became patient because everyone I know would call me on it. So as I made the shift, instead of worrying about how long something might take, I started thinking, how far can I go? Instead of thinking about what I was getting and how much I had to pay to get it, I started to think about who I was becoming and the impact I could make because of it. Powerful statement. Who I was becoming and the impact, what it has on it. Uh, one of the things I'm working on is working. Um, one of the things is value and adding value to people and growth. And the emphasis I'm looking at is the, on the subconscious mind and the things that are affected. One of the things is being able to have vision and I've got a series of videos that I've done on vision and on purpose. And we'll put that together again. No one values anything unless you put value on it. So there's a small cost to it, but it's actually an investment in yourself. So stay tuned for that in the near future. I'm pushing hard to get it done. Uh, challenging a little bit with technology, but as Stu McLaurin says, you don't have to get it right. You just got to get going. So I'm going to get it going. If not today, then tomorrow for sure. So really support me on that one. I think you're going to enjoy those videos on 
purpose and vision. All right. So how far can you go? Instead of thinking about what I was getting, how much I had to pay, I started to think about who I was becoming, the impact I could make because of it. I recognized I was on a growth journey, and I started to fall in love with personal growth. There's nothing greater than falling in love with personal growth. And I know that because I'm fascinated myself on personal growth. There's just so much you can learn. He says even at age 71, he's still in love with it. In my organization, he said he tries to cultivate the same love, and he does that by promoting a culture focused on growth versus not goals. Jim Rohn, who was a thought leader, talked about he wanted, he set a goal to be a millionaire by age 32, not because of the amount of money. He said he said it because of what type of person it would make of him, what he would become. And that's what it's all about. It's about becoming. The benefits or the, the, uh, the uh, serendipitous benefits or the, um, the, the material things that come and the wealth that comes from becoming are just physical expressions of an internal journey, internal growth. So it's what we become that is critical. It's what you become that's critical. And yes, I believe in you. The, the thing is, is to increase your belief in yourself. And you'll notice that everything around you will begin to increase as well. As you increase your growth within you and start to reach out and become confident, you'll find that things become confident for you. There's a chart here, and I made a picture of it, and I'm also going to put it in the, the feed there. And uh, it does a comparison between, you can take a look here, uh, goal-oriented versus being growth-oriented. And we're going to go through this. I won't leave this up here, but I will go through this one at a time to kind of get an idea of what it is. Yeah, so anyways, it says goal-oriented is values. Uh, you're focused on value achievement, whereas growth orientation, your values are, you're focused on value development. Goal-oriented, you're focused on status. And growth-oriented, you're focused on stretching. Goal-oriented, uh, it says honors privileged. And growth-oriented said honors serving. Instead of honoring, honoring privileging privileges, you're honoring serving. And that happens in an organization. When you're growth-oriented, you know, you're serving those that you're working with and you're watching them and helping them develop and grow versus being goal-oriented and you're just trying to kind of meet a number or something. Okay, goal-oriented, again, is emphasis, emphasizes the teacher, whereas growth orientation emphasizes the student. That's why growth-oriented companies are focused on developing people. And goal-oriented organizations are focused on developing numbers and gain. 
is really not an investment. Okay, so goal-oriented culture target is arrival, whereas growth orientation, the target is growth. And that's why growth without a finish line versus growth with a timeline. Growth with a timeline pretty much is a goal. Growth without a timeline is true growth. Wanting to continue to grow to find out how far you can go. And that's a lifelong process because as you grow, you start to understand how much you don't know. And as you share with others, you start to see how much you can influence others and how they develop. And then to be able to develop even more yourself and then develop others to higher levels as well. And it becomes a uh, tremendous and fascinating spiral upward. And everyone is grateful within that growth orientation type of setup. Nowhere has my leader shift from a defined timeline to an undefined finish line been more evident or more rewarding than in my writing career. He remembers writing his first book at age 32. The book was Think on These Things. He said, I can honestly say I gave it my best, but the end result was not very impressive. It was only about 100 pages, but that was okay, and I had written it to impress anyone. I had written it to make a difference. You see, that's just it. And, and I'm learning that more being on here. I want to make a difference in your life, not just be a figure that's a sounding symbol. I want to be an impactful influence on you. And hopefully I'm beginning to do that. Hopefully what I'm sharing with you is, is resonating and starting to make a difference in your thought process in your life. Uh, particularly all the memes I've been writing. And then I'm going to put the goal-oriented versus the uh, growth-oriented culture page in here as well. And I'm sure that's going to be very helpful and useful within your organizations as well as uh, in your personal growth. Okay. And he talks about during his early season, I was talking, oh, he said, during this early season, talking about writing books, John Maxwell, he said, I was talking with Elmer Towns, a professor at Liberty University who was one of my heroes. And he found out that the lifetime sales of all his books at that time was 110,000 copies. That was um, the number for, uh, for Elmer Towns. And then he said uh, he uh, hoped to sell that many someday. And then he said years later, his assistant, Linda Eggers, called to tell him that Thomas Nelson, his publisher, had sent him a gift. And when he got to the office, he discovered a beautiful crystal eagle engraved in its base with the words, John C. Maxwell, one million books sold. He had not realized he had hit the million dollar mark. But when you're on that growth journey, it's not about what you get. So you're not focused on that. You're focused on 
how many people can I impact in a positive way? So yes, it's nice those things come along, but the emphasis is not on the things. The emphasis is on the impact you're making in other people's lives. Because you see, when you affect lives, lives change and they become better. And those lives become better, more meaningful to you than anything else. Then you can go to sleep at night, just like that meme I wrote, knowing that you use your talents and abilities to serve someone else. Isn't that great? Um, there's a note here talking about Truett Cathy, who was the owner of Chick-fil-A. He said, there was a time when people in the inner circle of Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, were pressing him to expand the organization. And we need to get bigger, they kept telling him. I've always loved Truett's response. And this is what we will end with, is Truett's response. And he said, if we get better, our customers our customers will demand that we get bigger. You see, we don't have to get bigger. We just got to get better. If I continue to come on here and to share with you, and I get better and better at sharing, I have to worry about growing. It's naturally, as a matter of fact, I see that anyways. It naturally is growing. Um, So it's not something that you have to focus on. It just happens as long as you are what? Consistent. And your impact is on helping, changing lives and not on the material things. So growth is sustaining. Growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow will be better than today. So be on the lookout. Also, and I'll be putting some more things out there. I mean, Black Friday's coming up. I'm going to see if I got some deals. I've got uh, um, those shirts, but I also have some coffee cups, and I'll put the uh, picture of one of those from uh, Teespring because uh, I also have T-shirts at Teespring, and there may be a good deal there. So keep your eyes open to get some good stuff. You can pass some good positive words on to those in the office and those um, in your family. So you have a great evening, and as we ramp up towards Turkey Day on Thursday, and we have so much to be thankful for. And I'm just thankful for the opportunity to be able to share with you here. You have a good evening.